Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, a tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week, as well as career advice. Okay, so before I get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and press the like button. If you are listening on the podcast player, go ahead and subscribe or follow and leave a five-star review. You can follow me on social media at Edition with Addy on Instagram and TikTok, at Edition Pod on Twitter, and that is all. My email is editionpod at gmail.com. If I forgot anything, I have everything in the detailed show notes of this episode. Okay, so let's get into the markets. So we've seen a little bit of recovery today. So Bitcoin is at 22,268 and it's down 26.55% in the past seven days. Ethereum is at $1,226 and it's down 31.89%. So a little bit of improvement compared to yesterday, but still down, significantly down. The S&P 500 is down 7.92% in the past five days, and the NASDAQ is down 8.17% in the past five days. So again, a little bit better than yesterday, but still significantly down. Um, I will leave in the show notes the episodes that I've talked about, investing best practices and information for a financial advisor. Moving on to the hot topics. Okay, so the first one, and I really did not want to talk about this, but I said, you know, if I am manifesting being the Oprah of Web3, I cannot uh, not address this issue. So Kraken is a crypto fund, and they have announced a global hiring push and a commitment to crypto first culture. So that's the title of their blog post, but I will read you the tweet that is number one on tech meme right now. And this is from Molly White, and she is the person behind Web3 is going great. The New York Times recently did an article on her. I will link to in the show notes the episode, the episode where I discussed her New York Times piece. So the tweet is, Kraken, Kraken, a U.S.-based crypto exchange, has announced they'll be continuing to hire and have announced a culture overhaul that promotes, quotes, in quotes, diversity of thought over, in quotes, stereotypical team diversity measurements and prohibits describing another's words as racist or exphobic, meaning homophobic or xenophobic. So I read her tweet thread, and it is an excellent breakdown of the blog post as well as um, Kraken's culture, and it makes me, it reminds me a lot of Brian, Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase's, his article about how, you know, Coinbase is not going to have a culture where political or social issues are discussed. They're just going to stay focused, mission focused on Coinbase and crypto. Where 
the the way I see it different with Kraken is that they explicitly call out that you can can they want diversity of thought, but you cannot call someone racist or something phobic. So is that diversity of thought? It sounds like they have a lot of diversity of thought now, and they actually want to get rid of that some of that diversity of thought, specifically the ones involving race. Let's be clear here. They're calling that out specifically. That is the only protected minority that they're calling out specifically. So, I mean, as a Black person that works in tech, I read this as if you work at this company as a Black person, it is because we thought you were the best candidate, but we are not going to make this a safe or comfortable space for you. So as a black person that works in tech, why would I want to work there? That doesn't make any sense to me. So good luck. You know, um, Brian Armstrong announced that culture for Coinbase and Coinbase is struggling big time. So I don't see this as helping Kraken. They probably are overestimating how many um, racists there are out there. I don't, even though people may be biased and have prejudice, I don't know how many people would want to be associated with that company, especially right now during the crypto downturn. Maybe they're trying to recruit ex-Coinbase employees, but Coinbase employees may have stayed at Coinbase just because it was a good company to be in at the time, because the stock was going up, up not necessarily because they agreed with the CEO and the company culture. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, terrible look for Kraken. Okay, moving on. There's a crypto fund called Three Arrows Capital, which faces a potential insolvency after lender liquidation. And this is from The Block. So I quote from the article, according to well-placed sources, the investment firm, which counts the likes of options exchange Deribit and financial services firm BlockFi among its venture bets, is in the process of figuring out how to replay lenders and other counterparties after it was liquidated by top-tier lending firms in the space. Sources declined to say the names of those firms on the record for fear of reprisal, but three people said the liquidation totaled at least $400 million. They added that the firm has maintained limited contact with his counterparty since being liquidated, end quote. So they're implying here that Three Arrows Capital may not be able to meet their debt obligations. So I wasn't going to announce this because I... I only like to announce news, not speculation, but there is a piece of news here. Um, three hours, three arrows capital was liquidated an amount of 400 million. What that means for the crypto market or the crypto industry or other crypto funds, I don't know. But based on what I've been reading, they're seeing, pundits are saying there's going to be this domino effect. Like first it was Luna and then Luna broke Celsius and now Celsius is going to break three hours capital. I don't think things are that linear and straightforward. Yes, we are in a significant crypto crash. Yes. Could we possibly crash more? Sure. But we are not going to know. And that's the great thing about crypto versus the stock market. The price is marked every day, whereas the stock market is only operating between, you know, 930 and 430 Eastern and only on weekdays. So 
crypto is constantly getting its price checked. So even with this news, crypto is up from yesterday. So no impact yet. So if you're freaking out about this, I would just, you know, calm down a little bit. Okay, so next, this is from The Verge. Facebook plans, quote, discovery engine feed change to compete with TikTok. So I quote from the article, in an internal memo from late April obtained by The Verge, the meta executive in charge of Facebook, Tom Allison, spelled out the plan. Rather than prioritize posts from accounts people follow, Facebook's main feed will, like TikTok, start heavily recommending posts regardless of where they come up. And years after Messenger and Facebook split up as separate apps, the two will be brought back together, mimicking TikTok's messaging for functionality. During our two recent conversations, Allison acknowledges that the company was slow to see the competitive threat of TikTok, even as it initially grew by blanketing Facebook and Instagram with ads. But now Meta sees this video app as increasingly encroaching on its home turf of social networking, with Alson pointing to the increasing prominence of private messaging in TikTok and the introduction of a dedicated tab for viewing videos from friends. I think the thing we probably didn't fully embrace or see is how social this format could be, he says, end quote. So the Allison I was quoting in the article is Tom Allison, and he is the meta executive in charge of Facebook. So I was excited to talk about this article because I've been on TikTok a lot, I would say the past, not in the past like week or so, but the past month in general, I've been on TikTok probably more than I ever have been. Um, of course, when I got COVID and I was in lockdown. So I've seen TikTok evolve from and adding this the following tab. And I the more time I spend on TikTok and there are people that I know to follow, I spend more time on the following tab because I want to catch up with them. And I could see how Facebook could be threatened by this because a lot of reasons why people have Facebook is to catch up with friends. And I left Facebook last August. I completely deleted my account and I'm somehow rediscovering some people on TikTok and now I'm able to follow them via TikTok in a much more entertaining way of following them than seeing, you know, graduation posts and wedding announcements. So TikTok or Facebook should be threatened by TikTok and I see Facebook basically replicating TikTok. There, there will probably be a feed that is the best of Facebook and then a feed that's just your friends. And but new young people are not going to get on Facebook. So this is basically squeezing out the audience they have, which is in the US is largely older and and global, really. You know, it's a, a global audience for Facebook. It's a very different company. They've kind of they're kind of losing the US market and they're going to be focused on being a global company. I don't I think this can work, but I feel like Facebook is continuing to lose its cachet and it's not necessarily the most exciting place to work anymore. Instagram is, you know, on the downs like on the downswing. They have WhatsApp, but I don't know how they're monetizing WhatsApp, so we'll see. Okay, and an announcement that Spotify is slowing hiring by 25% from the CEO. This is from CNBC. I quote, excuse me, from the article, Spotify is slowing hiring by 25%. CEO Daniel X said in an email to employees on Wednesday, 
It is the latest signal that companies across tech, many of which grew significantly over the early age of the pandemic, are cutting back on staff growth as economic uncertainty looms. So no layoffs yet, but Spotify is slowing its hiring by 25%. Okay, so career segment today, quickly check in with your network. In this market with these layoffs, make sure your connections are strong. Um, and if you don't have any, continue to make some. I will link in the show notes previous episodes that I've done on mentorship and sponsors and networking. And what am I geeked out about this week? Just a quick announcement. Microsoft is retiring Internet Explorer and redirecting users to Edge. RIP Internet Explorer. Uh, this is what I'm geeked out about this week because it took me back to the first time I used a computer. It was a Compaq. It was on Windows Millennium Edition. And I was mainly spending my time in Paint and AOL. And it's kind of cool to work for that company today. And um, so Edge is a great browser. I use it for work and I. I love it. It's basically just like Chrome, but in my opinion, better. And that's not just because I work for Microsoft. It's just that Chrome, there are a lot of features that it has that I'm not necessarily using. And it's kind of clunky, whereas Edge is a lot more streamlined. So that is what I'm geeked out about this week. I will see you all tomorrow. And I know this is coming out later. I had a crazy day today. All right. Take care. Bye.